do we know our snow total so far this year? Because I was just looking at our our bets. Just so you know. You know, it's funny you say that, Amy, because I was talking to a friend from the Twin Cities, and my gosh, they are, they are yeah, they are just walloped. Well, I think they're double what they usually get already. Well, I haven't I believe. checked the total. I should have known. Every time a- I come in here, I should have known. Are we known. about average, though? We're running above. We're run- Oh, th- that means I'm in the league, guys, because I'm the only person who picked above average. Who went high? Tutel went 48 yeah. Hey, JJ listen, went 40, I went 53. If we get a real but, dry February, like Tom and I are back in the game. I've seen time. it before. It can shut down, too. Right. Yeah, it that's can true. totally shut down. Then, of course, we'll get the Mother's Day snowstorm, you know. Right. <laughs> Opening fishing. Yeah, Will the yeah. ice be off the lake? Fargo Marathon, <laughs> six inches of snow. Oh, you know? please, it, no. Okay, no. so it has seemed unreasonably foggy mm-hmm. lately and yeah. uh, i mean it causes it's beautiful to look at the next morning when you look at the trees and yep. the signposts and stuff like that but right. it seems like we are under it for a lot well it's been a stagnant weather pattern the uh, jet stream has been both north and south of us we call that a split flow pattern for the most part so the systems haven't really had a chance with a few minor exceptions to move over to the northern plains so what happens is you get a light wind you got plenty of moisture in here because that uh, snowpack we have a lot of snow on the ground 14, 15 inches, it releases moisture into the air. And then once the temperature drops at nighttime to the dew point that's established from that moisture from the snow, boom, you get fog, which is, as we said last week, a cloud on the ground. So the fog, of course, with the temperatures below 32, the freezing point, causes freezing fog or hoar frost, you can call it that too, or in some cases, rime deposits. Now, right, there's, a, there's difference. a difference, right? There is a difference. Uh, it's kind of subtle. The processes are slightly different as well. From a distance, it kind of looks the same. But upon close inspection, if you go up to a tree branch or a power line or something, the hoarfrost is going to be more of a fine, hairy texture kind of, whereas the rime ice will be jagged and sharp, a little bit harder. The process that causes hoarfrost is when you have uh, uh, water vapor in the air that goes straight to the gas or straight to the solid phase. It skips the water phase. You go from gas stage the solid phase, whereas rime deposits happen when you have solid ice, uh, solid ice formed directly from water that's suspended in the air. So a little more moisture causes the rime ice versus the hoarfrost. And oh. the rime ice is actually slipperier on roads. That causes more of a problem. Well, yeah, I can imagine so, yeah. right? Yeah, that's a difference. It's kind of subtle, and it's more apparent as you get closer to a tree branch or something. You can see it then. Okay, primarily we get fog outside of daylight hours, right? Like that's when it forms, um, or am I wrong on that? There are several different types of fog, but you're you're on the right track. More often than not, you're going to get the fog that forms during the night because the temperature and dew point are usually closer during the nighttime period as that temperature falls to the dew point. But you get cases like what we've had recently. And by the way, every day this month has featured fog to some extent. Okay, so we're already on January, what, 10th right now? Mm-hmm. So, you know. One third of the month's gone, and every day's been foggy. So sometimes it does hold on during the day. We had that this weekend. I noticed there were some episodes of fog that continued into the afternoon. Today's going to be one of those days in some places as well. So these, uh, Amy and I were talking about these these air quality warnings. Yep. Do those have to do with the fog? The do they AQI, go hand in hand? The air quality index, which I didn't check it today, so I don't know what it is, but it, it's just qualitatively speaking. 
That's related to the fact that the air is very stagnant, so you don't have wind to scour out the lower atmosphere. You have temperature inversions that form. It traps the air near the surface. And I noticed it the other day when I was driving around, and I thought something was wrong with my car. I smelled like a radiator fluid. Yeah? And I've heard other people say they've been smelling diesel out there. And what's happening is all these gases that are escaping the vehicles out there, they're not just going into the atmosphere and disappearing. They're just kind of hanging around because there's nothing out there to sweep it out, hence the low air quality. That is amazing to me. Yeah. So it's like we're living inside of a snow globe right now. It's just not getting anywhere. Or a garage. (laughs) (laughs) When I say garage, I mean like where they work on vehicles. I don't know. You know. I don't know if you ever use the back door of our building that's over by the break room. All the time. But I've noticed there's a smell when you go out there, mm-hmm. and it's only been in the last, you know, couple of weeks. Well, that makes sense then. That's so what not, it is, yeah. We're not brushing it out. We're not letting Mother Nature do her job. It's probably not your radiator busting up or something wrong with your car. At least I hope not. But uh, that's what it is. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay, so what are we sitting at? At this point in the year, we kind of wonder, like, okay, so we're well into winter. Mm-hmm. What are we looking at for the rest of the week? Well, nothing much, really. There's, That's great, right? That's good to hear. Com- I'm fine with it. There's a very weak little system coming through tonight. Might bring some light snow. It won't add up to anything more than just a thin coating. Then as we go into the weekend, we're actually going to get more wind. That'll sweep out this fog finally. Okay, good, good, so good. by tomorrow, right about this time, we should be toward the end of it. Uh, the weekend, we're going to be in the 20s, maybe a few places in the 30s. So it's going to warm up this weekend. Oh, so it'll be a good, a good yeah. weekend to shovel down if you're a concrete person. If you that's get what down you're there. into, yeah, this will be your opportunity. <laughs> uh, I'm also curious about this, too. So are we in a La Nina? Still in a La Nina. Right. Pattern. Yeah, still in a La Nina. Uh, not as strong as last year's La Nina. And uh, the experts in that area, the uh, meteorology, are saying that, you know, next year will probably be in either a neutral or El Nino pattern, which will be different than the La Nina. Okay. So, but, boy, they're really getting pounded out in California. And I've had the question yeah. asked me, how come that's just not coming here? Because it's not as simple as weather just goes from straight west to east. There's a ridge of high pressure right over the country. So what's happening is all that rain out there is splitting into two parts. One part goes north. The other part goes south. We find ourselves in the middle here. We miss out. Can we talk about what they're, it's like rivers in the sky. I heard someone trying to explain it yesterday about what's happening oh, out the, there. The atmospheric river? Yes, yeah. the atmospheric river. That's, That's the what they new, were talking about. Uh, darling media phrase. Uh, yes. A few years ago it was the polar vortex. You know, there's always a new catchphrase. Mm-hmm. These have been around forever, so this is nothing that just started happening the last year or so. It's quite simply, it's the jet stream going over the entire Pacific Ocean. It's picking up a lot of the moisture with low-pressure systems, and then these large systems just crash into the West Coast and just produce torrential rain, very high uh, wind, and a lot of storminess. So that's basically what it is. These happen more often than they don't. Right. It's just a, it's a catchphrase, and it's kind of cool to hear people, oh, we got an atmospheric river interacting with the polar vortex. Oh, you know, that's, that's kind I mean, of it's, it's, it's fun because yeah. I feel like the atmospheric river, like a term like that, brings all of us who are only concerned about the weather when it's impacting us at that moment. It yep. brings us into the fold of meteorology to get sure. to know some of these things that are actually happening all the time that we're not really mm-hmm. aware of. And that's the intention of that. Uh, sure. Because I always tell people that the jet stream is basically a river of air that flows above the earth. So 
So it can bring moisture into it, just like, yes. So that's basically where we're going with that. Interesting. Uh, Tom, here's a question. So this is a, let's let's talk old wives' tales, right? Okay. I know where you're going to go. Can you ask Tom about fog and 90 days later, will it rain? (laughs) Any truth? Well, okay. I'll ask this in two, I'll answer this in two parts. A, yes, it probably could and will rain 90 days from now, but B, it will not be because of the fog right now, okay? (laughs) There's no scientific reasoning between having foggy days and then exactly 90 days later or thereabouts it's going to rain now coincidentally it could but it doesn't mean that oh yes it rained on april 12th so that means it's because it was foggy on january 12th that's not the reason why it rained on april 12th so a lot of this happens basically due to coincidence and you know it's again it's a fun thing that people tie into just kind of like the farmer's almanac those sure. kinds of things you know it's just so an I'm anecdote not gonna, right i'm not yeah it's it's just that and i'm not going to besmirch people for going with that and that's okay it's kind of like groundhog's day a fun thing to do and talk about you know with the shadow mm-hmm. and all that stuff you know which is right around the corner that's coming yeah. up and you know i always tell people if we only have six weeks of winter beyond february 2nd we're winning right Th- that's I've always thought that was the weirdest thing about Groundhog's Day is yeah, like six more like, weeks, no sweat. Well, I guess it depends on where you are, but around here, six weeks is a bargain. Okay, yeah. before you leave, I had to Google this yesterday because I don't remember who I heard talking about it, but apparently one of the names of the atmospheric rivers is Pineapple Express. That's another, it's a synonym of <laughs> that's that. That's so funny I to know. me. And it, it has to do with something that like the moisture buildup is from the... Pacific yeah, near Hawaii. Yeah. Anyway. I suppose you can call but, it the, the coconut carriage too if you want. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love it. That's great. Yeah. Uh Two Tall Tom, thanks so much. Another you great Two Tall Tom's terribly trivial Tuesday tidbit. Today, and I promise next week I will have a snowfall total for okay. you. We want to know who's winning. We're just competitive. You oh, know? During the break, I'll write it on a piece of paper. I'll bring it in okay. to TJ. Oh, okay, it doesn't really matter because, like you said, it can change on a dime. Yep. But we're but, running ahead. You know, I see a lot of dense fog. Is there any uh, intelligent fog? Okay, there you I go. Got you. I'm here, I'm here you. all week. Tip your waitress. <laughs>